great evening, great evening, great evening. Hey, folks. Hey, this is Wesley. Billion Dollar Virgin here with another podcast for you. The Millionaire Midnight Rant. Welcome. Tonight, I want to do a Q&A. I try to do a Q&A at least two to three times per week just to give everybody the opportunity to pick my brain, ask me questions here. Because I want you to know that you're not going, um, that you're not unnoticed. And uh, <laughs> I'm yawning a bit here, but I'm not tired, okay? I'm, I'm full, I'm awake, I'm awake. So I want to make sure I answer a few questions here tonight. But other than that, how's everybody feeling tonight? Okay. Depending on when you're listening to this podcast, how, how do you feel? You feel good? You feel okay? How do you feel about your dreams and your goals? You feel like you're going in the right direction? You feel that you're connecting with your purpose? Well, I hope so. If not, well, this is the reason why I'm here for you to ask me questions here. We can go live. And I always appreciate you sharing and tagging people below as well. And I will continue to do this to go live at this hour to let you know that even though I don't know you, I'm in your corner. Okay? I'm in your corner. Yeah. This young black kid from Houston, Texas. Maybe you don't know me from Adam, but I am in your corner here. And just look at my track record. Just go look at my podcast. I, I go live every night. Look at my Instagram, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. I'm here. Okay. So if you ever need an outlet, if you need to blow off some steam, if you need guidance, direction, maybe you're uncertain about your next move. Well, remember this. You have Wesley Virgin. He is in your corner. Okay? Is that cool? Awesome. All right, so let's get started here. Um, and if you're, listen, if you, if you just heard about the podcast, where you been? Where have you been? We've been here, baby. Positivity, wealth, abundance, mindset, manifestation. This is the name of the gang. And if you don't know my pedigree, I'm a young multimillionaire here from Houston, Texas. I grew up pretty poor, but now I'm rich. And I've been poor and I've been rich, and rich is better, okay? Got more options. I can do what I want to do, okay? I'm the kid that dropped out of college. I got kicked out the army. No confidence as a child, as a teenager growing up. No specialized education, but I but I'm worth forty million. Four zero, baby. Let's go. I know what you're thinking. Wesley, I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just so proud of the man that you've become. I know I have friends that I don't talk to any longer and family that I don't speak to any longer. I know they're thinking, like, I'm so proud of that man. I'm so proud of Wesley Virgin. I know Wesley Virgin. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, man, I'm so proud of him. And I want to thank you. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm so proud of him, but yet he don't reach out to me. He don't talk to me anymore, but I still love him. Hey, and I love you too. For all the friends and family, classmates that I don't talk to anymore, I love you, okay? I'm just a different person now, and I'm very busy, okay? So let's start the rant here with questions here, okay? And if we can get it up to 100 people here tonight, I'll go live with you as well. Make sure your light is on. I need to be able to see you. Okay. And we can go live. Here we go. Call me Negrita. How do you find what you want to do? And wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold the phone. Hold the phone. I forgot to give you guys a shout out. I, I apologize. Negrita, let me get back to you on that one. Let me give everybody a shout out. Nagrita, you may have to ask your question again, but I need to give every man and woman, queen, king, on this rant a shout out here. So put your names below here. Christina, how are you? Money Mike Wynn. Pauline. Sticks Jones. Nico. Razi Baby. Masa. Mercedes. Cameron. Fabian. Hey, what's going on? Solo, Backwood, Noel, Noel, nah. I love this. I'm a singer as well, folks. Slim Bands, Jasmine, Version T, Cameron from Texas, baby. Let's go! T-Town, H-Town, let's go! Lady K, Vaughn. Okay? Shades, how are you? Princess Diana is in the house. Coach Rohit, how are you, sir? Charnet, nurse, did I pronounce your names properly? I hope I did. Dietra, how are you? Okay, we have Villain Guard. We have uh, Mr. Mish Moto. Grand Rising to you as well. Heather from Mount Shasta. California here, Megan, Mama, Mena, hey, Lady K, what's going on, Lady, how are you, Chippy, okay, Shades, hey, Shades, stop, hey, stop the cynicism, I will boot you out, listen, let me be very clear, okay, I got two sides to me, I'm a very nice man, very kind man, friendly man, but don't fuck with me, okay, don't do that. Which means is keep it positive in this group. All that cynical negativity. Hey, uh-uh. I'm going to block you like a linebacker. I'm going to block you forever. Never think about you again. So you keep your comments to yourself if they're negative. I've created this type of environment so people can come to a place of optimism to learn. And if you're here to criticize, okay, get the fuck out of here. I love you. But get the fuck out of here. Okay? I'm back. All right. Hold on. Here we go. What's up, Jada Love? What's going on here? TK in the building. Let go. Shahida, how are you? Jordy. Okay. Lathea, how are you? All right. I love it. All right. Look, check it out. So, questions now. Go ahead and post your questions below so that I don't have to scroll back up. 
start now. I just wanted to show you some love. You know, I want you to know that I do see you here on in the comment section here. This is the I mean, this is live, but it will eventually be a recording. So, um, hey, Greg, how are you, man? So go ahead. What do you think about the Great Reset? You know, I have I'm not familiar with the Great Reset, so I can't answer that question, unfortunately. All right, what's next here? Questions for me. Hey, Gabriella, how are you? What do you think keeps most people from achieving their desires? Well, that's a lot of things, my guy, Luke. It's, it's so many things that is keeping people from achieving. But I give you a few. One is they just don't believe that it can happen to them. Like many of us, many of you are like me. I grew up, um, you know, pretty just average it's not like I was destitute. It's like I wasn't staying on the street. But, you know, we were pretty average right before, right right after poor. Maybe, you know, you know, no money. Parents said money don't grow in trees. And, you know, we couldn't buy the nice clothes. And, and you know, coming from that type of environment, like, why would I believe that I can make a million dollars? And I think a lot of us, that is our largest debilitator it's just believing that it can happen to us right you know we're working but it's something that's inside of you that says it's not going to work out for you it never works out for you right it's like that voice in your mind right that negative voice and this is the reason why it's important to me that i keep these rants very positive because you know we all have that negative voice inside our mind that says you can't do this you're not good enough. You've been spending all this money. You're putting yourself in debt. You're in a bind. Go get a job. What are you doing? You got a family, right? Does that make sense? So one is belief, just believing that it can happen. Another reason why people don't achieve their goals is they just don't know what they want. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. If you ask the average person, like if I would leave my home right now and just go walking around and ask random people, hey, what do you really want for your life? <laughs> they couldn't tell you. They'd be like, uh, you know, I just want to be happy. Like that doesn't make any sense. How stupid is that? It's stupid because you could be happy at any given moment. You don't need money to be happy. Right? So people don't know exactly what they want. Right? That's why people fail in marriages, fail in relationships. Fell in many areas of their life because they're not very clear of what they want. Write this down, by the way. Okay. Another reason that people don't achieve their dreams and goals is because they're lazy. And, you know, uh, it's just the truth. I'm sorry, but not sorry. People are just lazy, just lethargic, especially the Gen Z's, you know, the Generation Zoomers and the Millennials. Oh, my God, just lazy. Like everybody wants something for nothing. You know, everybody wants something for even the young people now. It's like they're not even willing to work for a millionaire for free. They're like, you know what, how much am I going to get paid? I'm like, you you make $10 an hour at your fucking job. What are you talking about? Oh, hold, let me back up for a hey, Listen, folks, it is a rant, so I may use politically incorrect language. Like I'm my true self right now, transparently. It's not like I curse all the time, but, you know, it is what it is. So just, you know, don't 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 judge me. Don't get upset. But, yeah, to go back to what I'm talking about, it's like, you know, younger people in their 20s, they're not even willing to work for people for free. They just think they're valuable. I'm too valuable. I'm like, how are you valuable? I asked this one person. 
They said that, well, I'm valuable. I said, how are you valuable? Explain it. You know what this person told me? In everything. I'm valuable with it. I'm like, everything? Name two things. Person couldn't even name two. Not even one. They don't even, because people just use these words and they're so vague. What does it mean that you're valuable? You're not valuable. Not yet. And if you're valuable, valuable to who? Right? And you're definitely not valuable to the marketplace. So, like, they're just lazy, man, honestly. Like, just lazy. And that's what makes it so easy for people like myself to make a lot of money. Like, today, man, we made a lot of money. Today, I think collectively, I did over $100,000. All praise to the Most High God's the greatest. Uh, you know, Ariella, her company is just booming right now. She's killing it right now. And the reason why she's killing it, and this is the young lady that is my number two. She's my VP of sales. And I, and I met her on Instagram, right? Just reached out to me via Instagram. And now this woman's a millionaire. And the reason why she does so well, she's going to do a half a million dollars this month with me because she listens. You know, it's very simplistic, but she listens to everything that Wesley tells her to do. She does it. Because she understands that I just know something. You know, I just, I mean, I've been doing it a long time, folks. <laughs> and I'm always in the business. This is what I do and I love it. So I'm an expert. I'm a master. All right, so um, another reason why <clears throat> people don't achieve their goals and their dreams is they people want to believe that they're so unique. We have a unique culture right now. Like, you know, young people in their 20, teenage, I I'm different. <laughs> I I'm different. I'm unique. I'm unique. I'm different. Shut up. So now they want to create something so different, so innovative. I don't want to be like everybody else. Well, you're already like everybody else. You average, poor. You can't do what you want to do. You have a job. That's like everybody else. What are you talking about? <laughs> you shop at the Nordstrom's Rack. You go to Walmart and Target in the dollar store. What are you talking that's what everybody else does. So what are you talking about? You're not like everybody else. You are. Stop it. Right? Just because you change your hair color and paint your nails a different weird color doesn't make you different. Right? So we have this culture of people. They want to be innovative. They say, well, I want to create something that no one has ever seen. And I don't know. I don't think that's smart, honestly. I, I, I don't think that's smart. I think you should model what has already been done. I mean, so many billionaires today have already done that. Like even billionaires are modeling thing. The problem is a lot of you are trying to be Elon Musk, man. You're trying to be Elon Musk. You're trying to create something that the world has never seen before, but you're just not that smart. Like I'm not as smart as Elon Musk. I can admit that. I'm not trying to be. I just want to be rich. All right. Some of you just want to be so unique and you're going to be uniquely average and uniquely poor, and uniquely struggling financially. Does that make sense? So stop all this. I want to be different than everybody else. I want to do something in the world. Never stop it. Stop. Because the, the likelihood of that happening is very, very small. I'm just going to be honest with you. Very small that you're going to do something that the world has never seen. So I would suggest to model somebody who's already achieving the results that you want. Okay, next question for me here.
Next question. Here we go. Participating in this afternoon's meditation, my goal was to earn a trillion dollars. Oh, God. Here we go. A trillion dollars. Can I talk about goals? Now, listen. How many of you read? Listen, please listen, please. How many of you have read the book, The Magic of Thinking Big by Claude Bristol? Okay. The Magic of Thinking Big. You know, I love and I hate that freaking book. I love that book because it gives people the opportunity to think bigger than where they are, right? Obviously, I grew up pretty average and poor. I didn't even know I was poor, honestly. But now that I'm rich, I knew I was poor, right? <laughs> right, in contrast. And listen, but the disadvantages of the book of The Magic of Thinking Big, some people think so big that it is just not even, not real. It's, in, it's idiotic, let me give an example. Now, I'm not picking on you, young man, but I'm going to use you as an example, so take it out of love. This young man probably doesn't even make 100000 a year. He doesn't even make 10000 a month, but he wants to be a trillionaire. And first of all, no one's on the planet right now is a fucking trillionaire. Okay? No one's a trillionaire. No individual person that we know on the Forbes list is a trillionaire, but this man... On this rent right now, say, well, that's what I want. I'll be a trillionaire. Let me give you some science to help you out. Listen, have you heard of the phrase that if you can, if you believe you can achieve where you're missing a word that's in the middle It's believe and conceive, which means you have to be able to conceive the goal in your mind. Which means if you're not even making $10,000 a month, my question to you is how much is a trillion dollars a year? Do you even know? You don't. You have no clue. You can't even conceive that amount of money. You don't even know what you would do with that type of money. Does that make sense? So what I suggest, when I share with people to share it, you know, to start setting goals, think about your salary. Think about how much money you make at your job, at your business. And go times three. Okay? Times three. So if you're making 10000 a month, your goal should be 30000 If you're making 30000 60000 or 90000 90000 $270,000 a month, whatever. If it's at hundred grand. you want to make hundred grand, right? Which is about 8000 and some change per month. So maybe at 3000 Make sense? You have to be able to conceive what you want. Okay? Because that's just idiotic. You're not going to be a trillionaire, man. And I'm listen, I'm not being negative. I'm just, and I'm not being realistic. I'm just being very frank and honest with you. Now, if you was a billionaire and your goal was a trillionaire, okay, maybe so. But you're not even making 100000 You're probably not even making 50000 Does that make sense? Okay. So what I want you to do, whatever money that you're currently making, just think times three, man. That's it. Take steps so you can believe that it's possible. You have to believe your believability. Okay. You must increase your believability that this is even possible. 
You can't, you're not going to, how are you going to believe that you're going to make a trillion dollars? Are you, you can't, insane? A trillion? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> All right, what's next? What is the best way to acquire customers if you don't have a big marketing budget? Well, how, how large is the marketing budget? And honestly, there are many and several organic ways to acquire customers. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, it's called work ethic. That's another reason why people don't achieve their goals. They don't, they're not willing to work, man. No one is. I was talking to this young man maybe a couple of months ago. On the weekend, I go to 24-hour fitness. I go to the poor man's gym, you know, that's what they call it, whatever. I like the gym, you know, it just it's kind of dirty a little bit, you know, just kind of hardcore because during the week I go to Equinox, kind of full of rich folks, whatever, man. I need to get out of there anyway, but I go to 24-hour fitness, man. You know, you just see the average people, average Joes, you see the strippers and whatever, <laughs> 24-hour fitness. So I go there and this young man that works at the counter, works at the receptionist, he knows me from the internet, obviously. I've seen my content. He likes it. He enjoys it. He thanks me. And I said, man, thank you so much. And he said, Wesley, can I ask you a question? I was leaving. He said that he's a comedian. And he says, I've been a comedian for 13 years, Wes. I got the funny. I'm a funny man, I'm telling you. But, you know, how do I, how do I get myself out there? You know, this is the question I get all the time. How do I get myself out there, Wes? How do I get myself out there? I said, all right, do you have a TikTok? He said, yes. You have Instagram? Yes. How many times per day do you post? Oh, per day? Oh, I don't post every day. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you said you've been doing this for 13 years. You said that you're very funny and you're not posting content every single day. That was the first mistake. Then two, I said, well, you need to post five videos every single day. Five videos? I swear to God he said this. And you know the funny part about that? If I said, well, every when you post five videos a day, I'm going to pay you $10,000. Then he was like, done. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Right? When you give people an incentive, then they'll do... That's why people so e this you, this is why you can control people so easily because they are they don't have no willpower. This man was like like I said 500 videos a day. I just said 5 a day. He said, "Man, that's a lot of content." I said, "Why is that a lot of content? You say you're funny. You say you're hilarious. You've been doing it for 13 years. You should have plenty of content." Oh, yeah, I guess you're right, blah blah blah. But honestly, I mean, I don't know if he's doing it now. I doubt it. But that's a lot of you, man. You just, your work ethic is too low. Like your 100% is my 10%. You know, I said the other night, 20, actually, your 100% is my 10%. Your work ethic is so low. Many of you really think, you know, it's so funny. Many of you honestly think that you're putting in the work to make millions of dollars, to be known, to be significant, to be famous. Nah, you're not. I mean, if you're a social media influencer, Kidding me? One video every once in a while? I, I mean, oh, God. Lack of work ethic, ladies and gentlemen. But like I said before, use TikTok, Instagram, YouTube.
and post every day for a year. I mean, I did it. You can go look at my YouTube channel right now. It grows on autopilot. I haven't posted in a while, but it still grows every single day. Why? Because I took a year, man. I was just posting every single day. That's all I was doing. I was recording, editing, and posting every day. And I had a job that was working 12 hours. And I was working. And listen, and I was running a boot camp in Houston, Texas for two hours every night and working 10 hours at my job. And then recording five videos and editing five videos and posting five videos every day for a very long time. Yeah. You don't want it bad enough. No, you don't. You don't. You just want to be average. And you will be. Okay? And listen, don't get upset at me. You know, I know some of you get upset. I know some of you mad. You know, let me tell you something. The people that get upset about what I say, because there's some part of you that actually know that what I'm saying is right and you hate it. And this is why I'm wealthy, by the way, because, you know, I <laughs> I told people exactly what's already going on inside of your psyche. I know I know how to read people very well. And I know the mistakes that you're making because obviously I've made those mistakes. I used to be poor and broke. I used to be financially depressed and no money. I've been there. I've been lazy and lethargic looking for hookups. I was like, yeah, I did all those things. So I know where you are and I know what you need. But now I'm going to see if you can take it. Because some of you is going to leave the rank and go to sleep and go to work tomorrow for the next 20, 30 years of your life. And make no money and let your dreams die. Some of you are just going to moan, and, but you're going to stay on the rant. Some things you're not going to agree with because you're just going to be like, oh, well, I don't believe that. That ain't true. Shut up. Because obviously, if it wasn't true, then you would be in a position that you're supposed to be. Listen, tomorrow morning, I don't have to get out of my bed. I can relax. Yeah, I don't have to get up. How about you? Tomorrow morning, most of you, your alarm clock is already set to 7 to 8 o'clock. Because you got some man or some woman that demands your ass to be at that job. If you're not there, you might lose it. Hmm. And some of you, your manager and your boss younger than you, telling you what to do like a goddamn kid. You understand where I'm coming from now? Which means that sometimes you got to listen and just take it. Because you need it. You know, many of you, you haven't received this type of straight talk before. But some of you need it. You need this straight talk. Some of you are getting older, you're 30 and 40 and 50 years old. You're still lollygagging. Still irresponsible. Still not taking accountability. Okay? Still working for other people. Still have no options in life. Still can't travel the world. Can't buy what you want. Always living from paycheck to paycheck. That sucks. Does it not? That's what you want your life to be? You can't spend time with your children. You can't vacation with your children because you don't have enough money. And if you do travel, you're on the travel coach. And when you travel coach, you can go to whatever place you go, one-star, two-star hotel. Can't even enjoy yourself properly. It's not my life. Okay? I want you to know that the possibility is present. Okay? The possibility is very present for you. I mean, it's, it's there. I'm here and as, as an example of what's possible. It takes work, absolutely. 
Time, yes. Patience, yes. Perseverance, yes. Taking risks, absolutely. Sacrificial efforts, absolutely. It is what it is. It takes some aggression sometimes. It takes to have the ability to say no. Absolutely. Everybody on the planet has a choice. To be poor, average, or rich. Set. You got a choice. And the choices are selected based off not what you say. It's what you do. Sit. It's your actions. I never listen to what a person tells me. I just pay attention to their actions. And I can tell you everything about you. Next question for me, please. Are you getting value? Are you scared? How many of you left the rant already? How many of you pissed at me already? You pissed off, aren't you? You're probably a little upset. It's okay. You'll get over it. What's next here? Questions for me. What's up, Kiki? I'm keeping it real deal holy field. Okay? Because I want you to win. But I'm not going to play with you. Is it okay to post the same videos... Across all platforms are better to do different ones for each. No, the same video is just fine. Like this video here, which has been recorded on my Instagram account, will be republished on my YouTube and on my podcast. Same content. That would make me a ton of money as well. What's next here? What's next here? Hey, Dominique, how are you? Uh, what's next? Questions here. And again, don't be afraid to a- ask questions here. Like, don't be intimidated by the millionaire, the black, the big black millionaire, Wesley. Don't be intimidated by me. Right? Don't be afraid if you ask a question, if I get in that ass. Don't get up. Don't just take it. Because you understand everything that I'm talking about is coming from this heart. Okay? Sometimes it's tough. So what? Like if you can't handle a one-sided conversation like this from a man that you don't even know, how are you going to deal with the world? They're going to tear your ass up. They're going to tell you no. They're going to reject you. They're going to tell you a loser. You'll never make it. You to this. You to that. Are you insane? You'll never do it. I mean, what are you talking about? If you can't take this, you might as well just stay at your job comfortably for the rest of your life. Okay, because honestly, this type of life is not for a lot of you. It's just not like my lifestyle and how I live and the decisions I have to make. You're not ready for that. You don't got the balls. You don't have the the skin for it, baby. You ain't got it. A lot of you. Okay. Let's talk about OpenAI and ChatGPT. What do you want to know about it? I'm doing very well. What is the greatest lesson learned from your failures in business? To be honest with you, the greatest lessons I learned was I'm a tough motherfucker. That's what I learned. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm tough as nails. Okay? I am. I'm tough as nails. Okay? It's not that... Let me tell you something about Wesley Virgin. It's not many things in life that affects me emotionally. You'll never see Wesley in the corner crying. 
You'll never see Wesley or hear Wesley complaining about nothing. Okay? It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, my Pilates trainer, she may differ because I, I do complain when she works me out. But that's a whole, But we're just joking. But you'll never catch me crying and complaining about nothing. Okay? About a failure. You'll never, you'll never hear me complaining or crying about a failure in business. Losing money. You'll never hear me crying and complaining about money. About a woman, you'll never hear me complaining and crying about a woman. Ever. Ever. Tough as nails. It is what it is. Okay? So that's a lesson I learned from my failures. What's next? Why do you not show your face now and the video is black? Because Neuro, I'm relaxed right now. I mean, you can look at the view. They got a view. I'm in my bed. I'm relaxed. This is a rant, which means I can do whatever I want to do. That's why I'm rich. That's why I became, one of the reasons I came wealthy is so I can go live in the dark and I have to look at you. I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm relaxed. I don't want to get up. I don't want to turn the lights on because I don't want to. And guess what? I don't have to do it. You know how good that is? You know how good that feels just to be able to do what you want to do? And listen, if you guys don't like it, leave. It don't matter to me. Just leave. If you don't, if you don't want to look at a black screen, leave. But I don't have to, and I know I'm obligated to put my face on the internet. I mean, my face is all over the internet anyway. Are you kidding me? But I'm relaxed. So I'm under my weighted blanket. I have my cool match. I have a cool pad. So what it is, it's hooked up with a machine with my bed, and it's a mat, a pad that goes across my bed here, and it keeps my body cool at night. It's spectacular. And I love it. Okay? So I'm relaxed. I'm laying on my... I got 20 pillows in my bed right now. I got a Kingside, California bed here. And I got this beautiful view. And I'm talking to you. I'm laying on my side. I'm relaxed. I'm not getting up. I'm not turning on the light. Absolutely not. I love you, though. All right, what's next? Hey, Wes, congrats on your Genie Script course. It's awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. I love you for that. Awesome. Thank you so much. She loves it. And I'm glad people are finding value with my Genie Script course. You know, I made that from the top of my heart. And I really put my blood, sweat, and tears into that programming course. Because I, it, it's going to help. It's going to help people. It's going to help hundreds of millions of people. You know, right now, you know, that program is just permanent permeating the, the world right now. I'm getting so many positive messages back to my to my email, my team, and it's just I feel the synergy. I feel that people are shifting mentally and people are getting what they want. I love it. It was intriguing to know that we share the same zodiac sign. Oh really? What's my zodiac sign then? Tell me. I want to congratulate you. Thank you, Nero Ecuador. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Do you love me too? All right, here we go. Wes, how do you deal with grief? I refer to loved ones passing away. Well, you know, listen, if a loved one passed away... And I haven't been to many funerals. I don't like funerals. I don't like going to funerals. I mean, no one does, obviously, right? But I tend to refrain 
like, you know, eventually my parents are going to pass away or somebody I love is going to pass away, obviously, right? <laughs> Hopefully not, you know, but it's inevitable. We are going to die, right? I, I think the close, well, the only person I can think that that passed away that I actually just knew, like people in my family passed away, but I didn't really know them like that. So, you know, you don't really know somebody like, you don't even go to the funeral, right? But I think my uncle, you know, because I knew him, but I was like, I didn't, I didn't cry. As a matter of fact, and this may sound very strange to to you folks here, but I truly believe that, you know, when your father dies, you should be the strongest person at your father's funeral, okay? Like when your dad died, especially for men. Because somebody got to be strong. Like everybody can't be there crying. Does that make sense? Somebody has to be the person that's going to hold everybody together. And let me tell you something, that's going to be me. We're probably both of my parents, okay? Well, my mom, I may shed a little, little tear, but I'm not going to be boohooing. I'm not going to be the person at a casket. And I mean, I've seen this, and to me, it's insane. You know, people at the casket just like, oh, my God, ah, come back to me. I mean, this is insane. You will never catch me doing that, never, because it's not necessary. If a person passes away, you can be sad. But all that hooping and hollering and crying and going back to the casket. I mean, I've seen this at one of my uh, my uncles, my other uncles. Like, I had two uncles that passed away. And, I mean, they, my fa- some of my family, they just keep going back to the casket and crying and screaming. And I'm like, this is not necessary. Stop going to the casket then if you don't want to feel all this pain. And honestly, people that grieve like that, they're more concerned with themselves, which means is they're only grieving because the person left them. Because they always say, well, we, know, we can't do this anymore. And I wish I would have spent more time with you. I wish I would have did this. I wish, I wish, I wish. So it's all about you. It's not even about them. Right? So that's selfish in my opinion. Listen, when it's your time to go, you got to go. It is what it is. You know, you pray and let God. You know, you're going to a better place wherever you think you're going, and, and that's about it, you know. But honestly, me personally, I will be the strongest person at any funeral that I go to of people that are close to me. It is what it is. I will be. I'm not going to be out there crying. You know, I'm not saying a, a tear might trickle down my eye, but I'm not going to be screaming. I'm not going to do that at all, right? When it's time for you to pass on to the next life, it's just your time. You got to go, Right? And I know what you're thinking. That's so insensitive, but that's just the truth. Because everybody can't be crying. Everybody can't be whining and crawling on the floor trying to jump in the casket. Jumping down. I've seen it. You remember, my dad's a preacher. So I used to go to a ton of funerals when I was younger. I was forced to, obviously. And I would see people, when they would go to the burial ground, people trying to jump in the thing. I'm like, where are you going? You want to go with them? In, in the ground? Right? Listen, I understand you feel pain. I understand it hurts. But you got to realize this person is going to a better place. Reframe it in your mind. This person doesn't want you to be grieving for the rest of your life about a person that is gone, that was supposed to go. That was their time. That person, wherever they are, don't want to look back at you 
and you're grieving because they're gone. They want you to continue to live your life. Does that make sense? I'll share some with you. Um, a very personal, sensitive story. I had a best friend, uh, you know, maybe 20 years ago. <clears throat> well, not that long ago. Um, I had a best friend. And he was a neighborhood best friend. Real cool. His name was Josh. So funny, I had another friend, best friend named Josh as well. Maybe I'll talk about him one day too. Because um, I don't talk about my old friends to you guys. <laughs> but um, and Josh was cool, man. Me and Josh had a lot of fun times together. He was younger than me. And he was just my neighborhood friend. I mean, we chased girls together. We played basketball. I mean, he was just a good guy. Right? And I remember we had this unique opportunity to go overseas and to work. This is during the war. I don't know if you guys remember when the 9-11 happened. And we had the opportunity to work for KBR, which was a contractor that was serving the uh, military in Afghanistan and Iraq. And I decided to go. He did too. So we went through the paperwork and we were selected. And we were getting ready to um, fly the next day, man. I was excited. And on the next, on the day we were supposed to fly, or the day before, my best friend Josh decided he wasn't going to go. And I'm like, what? Like, why? I said, we just spent all this time going, you know, pulling out this paperwork and getting everything together to go. I mean, what are you talking about? What, what? I mean, what are you talking about? You don't you don't want to go and you're saying that you, you, you want to stay here? And what he told me was, he said, Wes, I need to stay here for my grandma. I need to take care of her. I said, what do you mean? Because he stayed with his his mom, his aunt, grandma, cousin. They all stayed in one house together, right? And their house was one of the houses where all the good food was. Her name was her auntie. His auntie, his name was Aunt Vanya. I still remember her. My God, that woman can make some gumbo. Woo! I mean, she can cook. She can, I miss that food. I mean, we used to go. I think everybody knows the neighborhood, you know, lady that cooks all the food and everybody goes over and get a plate. Well, that was her, Aunt V, right? And he said, Wes, you know, I can't go. I got to be here for my, um, for my grandmother. I said, all right, man, we'll do what you got to do. But I got to go make this money, right? Because at the time, I didn't have a job, and I needed money. And so I went overseas, and I was flying coach, unfortunately, you know. And <laughs> I, I flew to Dubai. It, you know, whenever we went to or flew over to Afghanistan or Iraq, you had to go through Dubai or Kuwait. Okay, I've been to both. So we flew to Dubai, got to Dubai. I was like, oh, my God, Dubai, wow, wow. You know, I've never been to Dubai before. So I was like, man, and I put me in a nice hotel. I was like, man, I'm going to like this. And that's a true story, by the way. And 
I swear to God, maybe 10 minutes at the hotel, I get a message that I have a call. Now, I just got off the plane, okay? It's daytime. Like, they're like 11 hours ahead of us, right, in Dubai. And I'm thinking to myself, who in the hell is calling me and left me a message here? And um, I said, okay, let the call come through. I'm like, who knows I'm here? I mean, only my parents knew I was here, and it was my father. And I was sitting on the bed, and he said, Wesley, you made it safely? I said, yes. I got to share something with you. Your best friend, Josh, just shot himself in the head, and he died. I mean, the most devastating news I could ever hear. And, you know, I did. I, I, I cried a bit, a little bit. You know, I shed a, a couple of tears. I was shocked. I just couldn't. I mean, it was just, I mean, I just talked to him yesterday. You know, he was cool. And he said, my father said that when he entered the room, I mean, I'm sorry, um, they, they, when the, um, I think, the um, he was at home with 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 the grandmother, and he went to every room in the house, and he turned on the gospel channel in every room, and he went to his room. No, he went to his aunt Vanya's room because she the one had a gun in her house. Yeah, she had a gun, and he pulled out the gun and. He shot himself in the head. And the auntie came home and saw him bleeding out. I mean, I could imagine, you know, seeing something like that. And even to this day, we don't know why he did it. Honestly, I don't know. But um, it's more to the story, folks. More to the story. The, the mom... His mom, I forgot her name. Um, she was devastated, like any mom would be. Like he was like 21, 22 years old, right? But she was devastated. And this woman was a healthy woman, man. She was a great woman, very jovial, very happy. She was amazing, man. I love their family, man. We had a good time. I mean, we. I used to go to that house all the time, man. I leave my house, I go to that house. Even when I had my apartment, they had an apartment right next to my apartment. We used to eat. I mean, we had a great time with their family. Um, you know, I knew his mom, his stepdad, and we just had a good time. And but the mom could not get over the death of her son. And within a year and a half. She was diagnosed with full-blown cancer. It's a true story. I mean, when I say this woman grieved every single day when her son died, like almost two years, this woman grieved every day. Can you imagine grieving every day for two years? Two years, she passed away too. She died of full-blown cancer. True story. 
because she did not decide to get over the death of her son. The woman was healthy before that. I mean, you, nothing was wrong with her. But the grief that she wouldn't allow herself to get over killed her. And I tell you the story and let you know that, listen, anybody that passes away in your life, you don't have to grieve forever, okay? Like to grieve, to be sad, it's normal, okay? But to suffer, that's not normal. And you don't have to do that. And this is what I tell people when they think about it. You know, the people that say, I just can't, can't get over it, can't get over it. I said, well, do you think that person, wherever they are in heaven, whatever, you think that person wants you to continue to grieve and be sad and cry about their death? Or do you, want, do you think that person wants you to live a prosperous life, wants you to keep moving forward? And I would think anybody that passes away they want you to keep moving forward. They want you to appreciate the good times. Not think about the loss. And that's the big issue with a lot of people and their people, you know, people in their lives past. They just continue to think about the loss. That's all they think about. They don't think about the good times. They don't think about the good moments. They don't think about this. They only think about the lost. That's it. And that's not fair. Because you probably had a lot of great times with that person. So it's the time to appreciate those things and to be grateful for those things in the times that you did have and to cherish them and to think about that, not because they're gone. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. So, you see my thoughts about the grief. Next question for me. What's next? Someone said it took me a long time to get over my grandmother. Yeah, I understand. But it doesn't have to take you a long time. I always remember this. You know, God forbid anybody, anybody loved one passes away, but it's inevitable it's going to happen. But when it does happen, just don't think about the loss. Think about the times that you had that were amazing, that were great, that were fun. Think about those happy moments. Because that's just how the mind works. If you continue to think about the loss of someone and how they're gone, you're going to create stress in the body, which creates cortisol in the body. And cortisol is a chemical that just kills and shut down genes in the body. Okay? All I'm asking you to do is be fair. It's not fair just to think about the loss of somebody's death and how they're gone and they, how they left you. Think about the good times and cherish those moments, okay? And be the person they want you to be. If they truly loved you, they want you to do well. They want you to fulfill your dreams, correct? They don't want you in the bed just crying over and over and over and over and over again all night. No, that's doing them a disservice in my opinion. It's almost like a slap in their face, okay? All right, next question for me here. 
How do you measure growth in your business and personal life? In business, money. Personal life, money. <laughs> Actually, personal life, just how I feel. Business, money. Personally, just how I feel. I feel good every day, so I'm doing well personally. Hey, Sarah, how are you? How to limit spending habits when you're starting to earn money from your own business. I'm dealing with that right now. So you're stating that you can't control your spending, huh? Well, how about every time you spend a dollar, I slap you in the face. Then you can stop spending then, huh? (laughs) Listen, you have to invoke self-discipline. You know, that's something that you have to do. If you can't control how you spend, well, you're just going to be broke again. And if you're okay with being broke, then keep spending. But if you don't want to be broke again, don't. Okay? (laughs) I love it. She says she's going to stop now. Awesome. What's the next question? Hey, folks, are you getting value here tonight? Talk to me. Are you honestly getting value? Taking notes? It's important for me to be able to serve you. I want to serve you properly. Okay. And that's why I allow myself to be vulnerable. You know, it's nothing that I won't talk about my life as a rich person, as of my life before I was rich. Anything you want to know, I'll tell you. Because I want you to know that our stories may be somewhat similar, it's relatable. And I want to convince you and persuade you that it can happen to you as well. Okay. What's next? Here? Questions for me. Questions here. I'm scrolling. What is the percentage between mindset versus skills to become a millionaire? Uh. 90-10 probably. 90% is your mindset. 10% is the actual how-to or the know-how. After discovering the formula to be a billionaire, lay imagine many needs are covered. Is it still that eagerness to fall in love? Oh, you're talking about me? Fall in love. Oh, you're talking about, do I want to fall in love? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I'm in love right now. I'm in love with myself. <laughs> Listen, folks, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm so stolid and so emotionless that I can't love a woman and fall in love with her. I can very. I mean, I've been in love several times, honestly, right with women. Some women I still love, right? Um, yes, yeah, not difficult for me to fall in love, not at all. Like I come from love. I'm a loving man, so I have plenty of love to give a woman. But right now, women are—they're not my focus. Honestly, it's just not my focus right now. My business, my goals, my dreams. That's just more important to me, my purpose. You know, maybe one day, you know, like I said, in a year or two, I'm going to have some babies. I'm telling you, I'm going to have four girls before I die. I'm going to have more children. 
Okay, whatever woman that I find that wants to have some children, it's going to happen. All right, maybe in a year or two. And you never know. I mean, when I turn, when I get much older, maybe I'll decide to be in a relationship. I, I don't know, but not right now. Okay. You know, right now, that's just not important to me. Honestly, I mean, I love women. Of course, I love them. My God, I love them like a kid loves chocolate, okay? Can't do without it, right? I love it, you know, but it's just not important to me right now. And it's just not my dream and my goals. It's just more important. And every every once in a while, I get like this when I get very, very laser focused on what I want to do. And I'll tell you this now, if I find a woman that can align that may be the interesting part, to find a woman that aligns with me and understand that my dream is very, not just important, but it's necessary. And if she can augment to me to make my life better, to make me feel happier, then maybe I would consider aligning with a woman. But right now, like I don't go anywhere to meet women. Right? I, can't, I can't even meet anybody. I go home, I go to the gym, and that's about it. And the gym, I mean, I don't know, ain't nobody in the gym. That I'm just, you know, nothing catches my eye. A peculiar type of women catches my eye, honestly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not even going out, man. I'm just working, honestly. So I'm really focused. I, I, don't, I just don't have time. I don't even want to go on dates. I don't want to get dressed up and got to take a shower and put clothes on. You know, I got to get my hair cut. Ah, oh, I ain't got time for that. But, nah, uh-uh. Then I got to talk to the girl. Hey, how was your day? So what do you do? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's just boring, honestly. Not, not right now. Maybe later. <laughs> it's just not my focus at all. So, Wes, you're not married, are you? No, I'm not married. And I don't plan on getting married either. Maybe when I'm 80. Uh, let me see here. If you want a sugar daddy, women can't do this in our life. And I'm cute. I'm all about positivity. Okay. My focus is my business. Stop fighting the funk, Wes. I I'm not fighting the funk. Well, let me tell you something. Like... I mean, it's just too many women out there, man. I mean, listen, I am not trying to brag and boast about... There's just too many women on the planet. Like, having a woman and having a girlfriend, that is very easy. I mean, having a beautiful one, a nice one. I mean, it's not hard at all. But it, like I said, it's just not my focus. I don't want to put energy into it. Does that make sense? You got to put energy in relationships. And if I meet someone... They have, they can't require a ton of my energy, honestly. It has to flow, just, and to do that, they have to really, I'm going to be honest, look, I give you some of the prerequisite of a woman that I know that'll work align with me. First is my values. Like, I really believe what I believe when it comes to mindset and manifestation. So, honestly, if a woman doesn't believe that or even want to believe that, like, it'll never work. Like, yeah, it'll never work, honestly. You can't go against what I 
teach the people. You need to like be on board. And it's better when you meet a woman to already do that. Like, I'm, like I would love, I would love to meet a woman that meditates. Man, oh my God. Let me think, have I ever met a woman that meditates? I mean, ferociously like me? I don't know, maybe. No, but I don't know. I've met so many women in my life. Who knows? But I mean, I would love to meet a woman that meditates. Oh my God, that's eternal. You met you meditate? What? You meditate? Oh, that's meditate right now. Come on. Right? Because I like to meditate every morning, right? So if I'm in bed with a girl, she needs to get up and meditate with me, right? It'd be nice just to someone to tell me, hey, hey, baby, you want to meditate? Yes, absolutely. But how many women you know that meditate consistently? You know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> how many women you know that visualize their goals? Ah, I mean, I'm sure they exist, you know, but like I said, it's not my focus right now. Let me see here. What's next? If you have kids, you don't need marriage. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't see what's the purpose of being married to anyone, honestly. I mean, I can exist with a person, seriously, without marrying them. <clears throat> If someone is a natural stoic and not too emotional, but in, about investing money in the process of achieving goals, is there a danger of being too stoic like a robot? No. I mean, we all, I'm not going to say we all robots, but, uh, you know, stoic is the minimalist. You know, they just, they're very stolid. They're very just neutral when it comes to life. Um, but... Like I said, if you want to achieve goals and dreams, man, that has nothing to do with being a stoic, right? Um, you need to know what you want to do. You got to believe that you can do it and you need to have the people around you to make it happen. That's how you make money. That's how you achieve dreams. It's really that simple. Do you use ChatGPT in your business? Absolutely. A lot. I mean, listen, it's... There's so many things that's coming down the pipeline that I'm going to expose to you guys. Oh, God. It is my goal to be able to automate my entire business, even salespeople, even like customer service. They have AI now. Like I have a platform that, um, that I use to take care of all my customer support tickets. They have an AI right now that would reply to the they have these algorithms that will learn based off previous emails that you've sent that now when a customer emails you the ai would know how to respond to it better than you so this picture ai will be responding to you in the near future which your customer service folks can do other things make sense you can have ai taking care of all the emails Are you enjoying coding? Do you have any fundamental technique you've learned? Nah. But yeah, I like coding. It's fun. Yeah, we have a lot of queens in here tonight, don't we? I love it. Listen, one thing about me, I attract queens. We have some beautiful queens, gorgeous. And that's the only type of women I attract, and they're in here tonight. 
So shout out to all my lovely ladies and all my beautiful queens here tonight. Thank you for joining me. And of course my kings as well. What's next? How long took it took you to manifest the first time? To manifest what? You said how long took you to manifest the first time? Like manifest what? Yeah, folks, if you want to go live, I need you to help me get this to 100 people. It means you need to tag one person below. If we get everybody to tag one person and share this, um, we'll have 100 people. Then I'll go live with it for you. I work 40 hours a week with my company and my mind is mush. Exactly. I'm too cute for this crazy shit. <clears throat> At 23 an hour. You too cute? Okay, your looks has nothing to do with the work ethic. What are you talking about? You're too cute. You know, women, you know, listen. And I'm only going to talk about it because the lady made the comment. Um, you're not too cute and too pretty to do nothing in life, okay? Absolutely not. You're not. Because you look a certain way doesn't mean that you get privileges. But, you know, unfortunately, that's how it is on the planet. But don't use it. Don't You don't need to say that. That just sounds silly. Okay? To say, oh, well, I'm too pretty for that. Like, I would never date a woman like that. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not picking on you, on your young lady. But those type of comments you should keep to yourself. Don't say you're too I'm too pretty for Stop it. Stop it. No man wants to hear that. You sound silly. Okay? Just giving you some advice. What's next here? What's next here? Oh, I love Oprah Winfrey. She's amazing. What's next? Questions here. Hey, Laura, how are you? I see you folks tagging away, huh? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? Any? How about we go live with a queen first? Do I have any young ladies that that would like to go live? And yes, you need to have your camera on. I need to be able to see your gorgeous face. Okay. What book are you reading right now? Uh, You know, I don't know. I have to look. You know, I have no clue on what book I'm reading. I read several books all at one time, so I couldn't tell you, honestly. Just get my question. What's your question, Jada? Let's see here. I'm looking here. I'm looking at the questions here, but I don't see any. Okay. Go to mantra when it gets hard. I'm so grateful now that money comes to me. Um, and I'm so grateful now that money comes to me. 
do multiple sources on a continuous basis. That's my go-to mantra. It's Bob Proctor right there. What's your ultimate goal? My ultimate life goal was to help people understand that they can live the life that they've been dreaming about. You know, to be able to persuade and convince you to do that. And that's it. And once I do that, then I can die. But I'm immortal, so it's probably not going to happen. Next question for me here. Yeah, there you go. Increasing quantities. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So we don't have anybody that want to go live. We don't have any more questions for me. So I'm going to let you go here. And thank you for joining me here tonight. Uh, oh, when using chat GPT, how do you analyze what you write in the GPT to get the desired result that you're looking for? Uh, I mean, split tests. So we just split tests. It depends on what I'm doing, right? If I'm writing copy, I can just split test the copy from GPT from the current copy that I currently have. And you can split test with different tools. I mean, it all depends on what you're using, right? But um, yeah, we just split test, man. That's it. <laughs> What's your question here? I'll go live. All right, let's go live, Shades. Since you're too cute to work. You are, Miss Shades. Ah, she don't want to go live now. <laughs> of course not. I was next. Have you ever dated somebody at your dad's church growing up? Um, yeah, I did actually. It was this. It, you guys want to hear a funny story? It's embarrassing too, but I'm gonna tell it. I wonder does anybody? Well, okay, let me tell you the story. So, this is the day I, I lost my virginity. 20 years old. As a matter of fact, folks, you didn't know this about me. I was a virgin until I was 20 years old. Can you believe it? 20-year-old virgin. Just for the very first time. So check it out. So uh, I'm at my dad's church, and these people come. It was a family. And they had two daughters. And one of those daughters was, mm, she was sexy. You know, you have women that are gorgeous and you have women that are sexy. This one was sexy. You know, when someone just have this sex appeal about them, it's just how they look. Some women like how they walk and how they care of themselves and how they just move their body. Yeah, she was sexy. Like, you was like, oof. Right? But, you know, I never had sex before. I never even... I don't even think I, well, did I even kiss a girl? I'm not sure. But, um, that's just, and her name was, what was her name? Um, but I remember going out on a date with her, right? And I met her at the church. And, and I'll never forget this. I was driving by Ford Explorer. And we went to, I think we went out to eat, then we went to a park. Now, what was her name? Was it Rochelle? We'll just call her 
Rochelle, whatever. Rochelle, she was a fast girl. You know what a fast girl is, right? I think every woman knows what a fast girl is. Fast girl is a very overly sexual woman, you know? You know, we're young, just, you, just very sexual. Which means is that they're the type of woman that they make the move first. You know, they don't even wait. You know, at that time, obviously, I didn't have a ton of confidence, so I was definitely not gonna make a move. And plus, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. But I remember we was in the truck. It was in my Ford Explorer, and let me tell you, so my Explorer Explorer was nice. I had TVs in the back. Since <laughs> my, I guess my ghetto days. Look, I had TVs in the back. I had a 15-inch speaker basing like a crazy person, right? And uh, I got a lot of stories, folks. You just have no clue, uh, especially with women. But uh, so me and her, we're making out, man. And it's getting hated. And I mean, she is sexy. She is a brown-skinned, beautiful black woman. Smell good. Look, I mean, she was just, mm. And she was like, let's go get a hotel. I swear to God, this woman said, let's go get a hotel, okay? She told me this. I'm like, yes, sir! Like, right? so like, like I would have never imagined telling the woman, let's go get a hotel, right? Ever. I think I'm like, yeah, I'm 20 years old, right? So we went to the hotel, and, and we're making out. And I told her I was a virgin. I said, you know, this is my first time. She said, what? It's your first time? Really? She said, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. I swear to God. Right? And um, I'm excited, of course. Of course, protection first. Strap it up. And we began doing what I do. Right? We're doing the do. I swear to God, five minutes into it, she pushes me off her and said, you're not no virgin. Virgins don't make love like that. So apparently what she was saying, I knew what I was doing. Now listen, the only reason why I knew because obviously I would watch, you know, you know, certain websites. Right? I was watching certain websites, so I was just imitating what I was looking at on the internet. Does that make sense? And I cannot make I swear to God, I cannot make this up. One pushed me off, said, You're not a virgin. You know, I mean, you can't make me love like that. And, you know, and I was like, No, nah, I'm just doing what I saw on the, on the internet. And uh, that was my first time. <laughs> ah! That was so funny. I'm telling you. Rochelle. I, I think that's her name. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> but she took my virginity. She took it. I didn't even finish. Took it. But after that, when I got a piece, when I got a taste, I was unstoppable. Okay. <laughs> I was, uh, that's just saying, in my 20s, I had a good time. I was unstoppable. Man. I was insane, folks. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that was a good question there. Next question for me. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was her name, though. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, hmm. 
Do shorteners work? Yeah, of course. Um, what's next there? Now you see how transparent I am, folks. I just shared my my first experience, my first sexual experience with a woman at the age of twenty. I told you I was a late I was a late bloomer. Miss Tippy Wong, how are you? I was a late bloomer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these questions are funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's next here, folks? Look, everybody's awake now, huh? After that, you turn into a sex mafia. Well, I just say I got very familiar with my sexuality. Okay. But hey, be safe. Protect yourself, folks. Protect yourself. Okay. Um, let me see. Next. Does it require to expand the team? What do you mean? How do I start an online source of income? Uh, um, you know, it depends on what you want to do. You know, YouTube. Affiliate marketing. Okay. Do you have any more funny stories growing up in the Church of King West? Ah, uh, church stories, man. God, Jesus Christ. I have a lot of church stories. But which type of church stories would... So I'll, I'll say this, you know, being a PK kid, being a preacher's kid, very interesting, man. It's almost like I was in a cult. Man, you know, now looking at it now, it's like I was in a cult. I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, it's just like I hate it. Get, I hate, can I be honest with you? Like, I, did, I hated going to church. You know, I hate getting up in the morning and, like, it was the weekend. I wanted to rest. I had to go to school, you know, and waking me up. Gotta go to church and gotta go to sun. Wait, was Sunday school? Anybody remember Sunday school? They still have that. Man, I haven't been to Sunday school in twenty years. I don't know. Like Sunday school, I'm like, oh God, I hated Sunday school. I don't remember any lessons, honestly, none, none. I remember no lessons in Sunday school. Then you had a eleven o'clock service, and oh God, that was boring, of course. Like, you know, when the preacher preach, oh, God. And I'm not saying, listen, my dad's a great preacher, a great minister, but sometimes my dad, he just talks too long. Like, this is probably why I talk so long in these rants, because my dad didn't know when to stop. I swear, like, he did not know when to stop. I mean, we had to pull his collar, pull his suit, pull everything, turn the lights off. Hey, man, we got to go, bro. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, my dad used to preach for freaking hours. I'm like, bro, I mean, my mom was the mission. I remember this one. My mom is a missionary, right? She's the pastor's wife. And I, and I think my mom blurted out one day. She said, all right, pastor, we got to wrap it up. I swear to God. Like, you had to do that to my father because he would just keep going. He won't stop, right? Like, man, man it's 5 o'clock. We got to get out of here, bro. He's tripping. Now. I got to eat. So... <laughs> Uh, it was good times, man. It, it was good times. It was good times. 
All right, next question. Have you heard of adult CPA marketing? No. Let me see here. Questions for me here. Oh, you didn't have great teachers. My children love me as a children's church teacher. Yeah, probably so, but I'm going to be honest, Sunday school was pretty boring, and I was too busy looking at the girls. You know, I remember it was this one young lady, and then was Monique. Mm, Monique was beautiful, boy. And you let me tell you what I love about your Nick with Monique. Monique was a pure woman. Like one thing about well, not all of them, but Monique was actually waiting to get married. She she would not you were not going to go there with Monique. Mm -mm, and she was beautiful. I mean she was just so pretty. Pretty black woman. And um it's gonna sound so funny, but I remember getting her number. Obviously, I couldn't do it myself. Had to get my cousin to make it happen. And I remember having phone conversations. That was the time that I was spending hours on the phone with a woman. I don't do that now. Absolutely not. But um, I was singing to this girl. Seriously. Singing to the church girl. And she was like, oh, my God, you have a beautiful voice. I mean, I did listen, at one time, folks, I had a great singing voice. But now I just have a great speaking voice. Now my singing is not where it used to be. But back in the days, don't get it twisted. I used to sing. I was in a group. It was called JTW, Josh, Tony, and Wes. I think I still had the pictures. I was in a singing group. Yeah, I know. I know you think, what? It was in a singing group? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a beast. I was a beast. <laughs> but I used to sing to this girl. It's so funny, you know. And. But, you know, nothing came out of it. You know, I didn't even kiss the girl. Nothing, nothing ever happened because I was just too shy, too scary, man. I'm just scary and insane. I wish I could go back and not change it all, right? But, uh, yeah, you know, Sunday school, I don't know. I, I used to, the only time I was interested, interested in going to church was just to see Monique, honestly. Yeah, you know, see the girl, you know, you say, oh, I get to see her. I get to see her. Yes, yes, yes. I would be so excited. It's so funny to think about now. And I was just so excited to see her. Like I would wait all week. I'm like, man, I get to see one. I get to see. And sometimes she'll be in the choir and I'd be looking. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. And I mean, my mind was just consumed on her. And this is like years. This is for years. Right? <laughs> and I remember even when we, you know, got a bit older. I think we went on a date one time, but. You know, nothing. I was too just shy to kiss her, man. I was such a, man, I was just a square. I was so weak. Like, man, if hot, like the man I am now, oh, God. I just say, I would have took care of business. But uh, <laughs> I was just so, like, afraid of women. I don't I was just didn't know what to do, you know. And it's a lot of men like this now, you know. They just don't know. Should I make a move? Should I make a move? Should I kiss her? Should I hug her? I don't know. Does she like me? I'm in the friend zone. Whatever, but uh, yeah, but uh, you know, good times, good times, good times, church times. 
And I remember the revivals. Anybody know what a revival is? Man, that's the worst. Like, imagine going to church every night. God. Listening to several preachers preach. Oh, the infamous three o'clock service. Oh, God. That's when you go to church all day, and then you got to come back to church again. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God. and then you have seven o'clock service. Oh God! Oh, don't don't bring these these nightmares back. <laughs> I mean, I hated it. I mean, it was just too much. You know what I mean? It was too much, honestly. All right, what was next? Next question for me here. Next. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys are so funny uh let me see here any more questions before i let you go listen, I, listen it's always cool to have a little fun in these rants right you guys are going to dig into my past huh it's all good i don't mind i, I don't mind <laughs> hey i one thing you don't know about me, I used to play drums. So I was responsible for a lot of people catching the Holy Ghost. Now, only Kojic people know what I'm talking about. Church of God in Christ, that was my religion back in the days, my faith or whatever. And, you know, I went to one of those contemporary black churches where, you know, start playing those drums and people start shouting. So I was that guy. I was that guy and played drums when my dad pastored. And, you know, people would be shouting and running around the church doing flips. And, you know, and it was me. It was me, the sound, the drummer. I was the reason why people were catching the Holy Ghost. That was fun. Have you ever caught the Holy Ghost? No. I never spoken tongues at all. How do you vote websites blocking your short links? Yeah, um, use pretty links. Use pretty links. How old were you when you had your first daughter? Ah, well, she's, let me see. I think 24, 25. Yeah. <sighs> How can we go back and listen to previous podcasts? Yeah, folks, all you need to do, if you want to listen to my podcast, I'm on Apple Podcasts. So on your phone, you can search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll see me pop up. It's free. On Spotify. So 400 rants over the last three years uh, that you can have access to for free. Search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast into Google, and you'll see it. Should I learn... SEO outsource outsource, but now man they have AI that would do it for you now man do your research. Uh, does expanding the team of the company increase the profits? Yeah, if they're sales people, of course.
Let's see here. All right. Oh, thank you, Java. Java said I look 31 years old. Well, thank you. Well, I'm actually 25. I'm a young man. I'm a young. I'm a youngster. I'm a young. Oh, my beard is growing. My God. How do you choose which car to drive? Yeah. It's tough, honestly. You know, I just randomly choose. It depends on the outfit for the day. I like to match the outfit with the car that I'm going to drive for the day. Whatever I'm working on, and, you know, that probably match my shoes. All right. Hey, much love. Thank you so much for joining me here. And remember, if you want access to my course, go to howtomanifestnow.com. Get access to the Genius Trip ASAP. I love you care about you i want you to win keep working keep believing in yourself make sacrifices continue to listen to the podcast condition your mind every day for wealth and success i'll see you soon this is wesley billion dollar virgin and let's go